Hi, I'm Vogue Williams, your host for Taboo Talk, the podcast brought to you by Boots that ask the taboo health and wellness questions so you don't have to. This week, we're getting down and dirty about safe sex. We'll be discussing everything from navigating STIs and contraception to making safe sex sexy. Think fumble-proof condoms, sex toys, all the lube, you name it. I'm joined by the model and ex-Love Island star Megan Barton Hansen. Megan recently joined Anne Summers as a Pleasure Positivity Project Ambassador. She has built a huge following on the adult social networking site OnlyFans and has proudly waved the LGBTQAI plus flag when talking about her own sexual experiences. Before we get into things, I just want to highlight that the conversations we're having in this episode of Taboo Talk are based on our own personal experiences and opinions on what has or hasn't worked for us. Everyone is different and we aren't endorsing any particular products. Okay, let's get started. Well, Megan, thank you for joining us on this episode of Taboo Talks. I'm really excited to get into this one. Um, it's all about safe sex. And I feel like when we think of safe sex, you think of being in school and like putting a condom on a banana or like being told to never, ever have sex because you'll definitely get pregnant and it's a really bad thing to do. But I think that like you can make safe sex sexy. So... It's all about finding the right kind of way to go about it. So like, do you start with condoms? I feel like when we were younger, it all started with condoms. Yeah, that's the first thing they teach you. And like, when you think of safe sex, you just think of like putting a condom on a banana, don't you? <laughs> like yeah. such a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think there's so much more to safe sex than just using condoms. There's other like methods of contraception, but it's just not spoken about enough, I don't think. And for me, it's just breaking down that taboo because I felt as a young woman, if I said I enjoyed sex or spoke about sex, it was like a shameful thing. Yeah. It shouldn't feel like that as women. Women like sex just as much as men. And it's just about protecting like the young girls and making them feel empowered and brave enough to speak about it, to practice sex safely. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you've felt pressured into having sex, say, without a condom? Yeah, and I think a lot of young girls face this. I think it's more of an age thing. And because at school, like you mentioned, we only get taught about how not to get pregnant, periods, being on the pill. You don't really get taught about during sex, like if you feel a bit of pressure or that kind of aspect of it. So I think a lot of young girls go through it, but I think the most sexy and empowering thing is to be confident in the bedroom. And I don't know why, like outside of the bedroom, I can be a bit of an introvert. Like I hate speaking in big groups and I'm a little bit shy, but in the bedroom, I don't know. I've just always been so confident and I think I'm so stubborn if anyone tried to tell me oh no I'm not going to use that I'm like okay then I'm gonna put my clothes on and head off out but yeah <laughs> yeah I think you just need to remember it's so attractive and powerful to be a strong woman and you should never feel pressure I mean at the end of the day it's the woman whose problem it's going to be if we get pregnant you know what I mean so you need to make them wear it <laughs> I know yeah they can they can like I just remember that like there's been a few times where men have been quite pushy with that but at, at the end of the day like you're risking an SDI if it's somebody that you don't know that well you're risking having to get the morning after pill and it's not really 
on them. So I think it's really important to just, especially young girls, to just take a stand and just say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not comfortable with it. I remember as well, I started seeing a guy, I was seeing him for about eight months and before we ever had sex without a condom or anything, both of us went and had like full SDI checks. And I thought like, you know what? This feels like the most grown up relationship I've ever been. And it was really nice to just actually know and like have it there in black and white that actually it's completely safe to do it because you don't know what anybody else is fully getting up to so it's nice to to have that so true every serious partner i have now i make let them go and we'll go together or even separately to go and get a test because it's just peace of mind and it's so easy these days with like social media and dating apps that people can just like hook up so easily so i just think it's nice for that peace of mind yeah and it's a respect thing i think it's nice it's starting the relationship off on the right foot and you just know everything's like safe <laughs> yeah i 100 percent agree you're right it needs to be equal for everyone but like before people start thinking of having sex i think it's important to think about how you're going to have sex safely and condoms obviously they were the first thing that i ever thought of but like you can get loads of different kind of condoms I have to say I haven't used one in a while because I'm married. <laughs> so you might be you might be able to answer this one. So condoms, do they sometimes just make everything like really dry? Do you have to get lube to go with a condom? Yeah, I do think that they can, especially if you're going for like a long time, obviously make it more dry. But I think there's this whole stigma against using lube as a woman. I feel like people think that if they use lube, but there's something wrong with them or like you're not wet enough. But if you're having sex for a long time, you're not going to stay wet the whole time. And it's like a natural thing. So I think we, get, again, need to break down the taboo and the shame of using lube. Like there's so yeah. many different ones. And I think it's fun. It just spices it up. It's better yeah. when it's wet. <laughs> I know. It, it, you know what? It totally is. But like you kind of do associate it with like women in the menopause and things like that. And But like actually it can be quite a fun addition to your sex life. I feel like you need to have a few bits to practice safe sex properly I think condoms I know a lot of people like to take the pill I don't know about you but I was always on the pill from quite a young age yeah I don't love being on the pill for too long I would take breaks in and out mm. but it is a good way of of having contraception I think yeah definitely and I think it's like the most common but since I got with like women I came off the pill and I feel like it's the best thing I just like my body to be like supernatural I was also on like antidepressants and I come off the antidepressants and I was like why am I putting this like extra hormone in my body so I come off of that as well there's all different kinds of methods of like contraception but yeah the whole lube thing I don't know why there's stigma around that I guess like you say it is because people associate with like women who have gone through the menopause or going through the menopause but I remember when I first come out of Love Island there was I posted a video of me and my ex and there was a bottle of lube in the background and it was like all <laughs> over the Daily Mail I was like oh my god people are gonna think I'm such a dry old woman but that's not the case at all it just makes everything more fun I feel <laughs> yeah I think as well with all the different kinds you can get it kind of makes it like that it's more interesting to do and it, it is bringing it to like a younger audience and girls don't need to be worried and they don't need to stress about that but it's like guys who might be able to get it up sometimes like that's kind of could be our version too yeah so it's nice to just have lube ready to go so true I always like to keep a bottle handy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. while we're all familiar with male condoms there are lots more contraceptive options out there. For example, the pill, a patch, an implant, an ejection, a contraceptive ring, a diaphragm, IUS or an IUD. 
It's super important to note that condoms are the only contraceptive available that protects both against STIs and pregnancy. If you're having sex with someone for the first time and you don't know their sexual history, you'll want to consider wearing a condom even if you're on the pill or have a coil. I think it's safe to say that most of us find it a bit difficult or awkward to speak to their GP when we need sexual health advice. You should check out the Boots online doctor to see the sexual health services they offer, where you can fill out a quick online consultation form to get prescription treatments, including the contraceptive pill, delivered straight to your door, no appointment necessary. Eligibility criteria and charges do apply. And of course, you can get all of your sex essentials. That's right, sex requires a few essentials. Think condoms, lube and sex toys all at Boots. Uh, Let's talk a bit about sex toys. So you can pass STIs between sex toys, but how do you think that you can practice safe sex using sex toys? Do you think you need to get new sex toys for every new partner that you have or is it okay to just wash them? Yeah, I think it's best and it's like a fun experience every time I had a new female partner like we would make a day of it go out go shopping for new sex toys like it's fun but yeah I think people don't realize that you can pass STIs with sex toys so it's just because it's not spoken about enough but I think it's a fun little bonding experience when you've got a new partner you don't want to use the same sex toy you're using with your ex do you know what I mean <laughs> I know. Get yeah. rid of the bad memories, get rid of the ex, and let's get some new fun ones. <laughs> Keep those ones for yourself and then, yeah, get new ones with your partner. <laughs> but you're obviously really open about your sex life. Do you ever feel that you're judged because of that? Oh my God, so much so. And I think that's how it's kind of snowballed. I never thought, oh, I'm going to go on a TV show and then come out and speak openly about sex. It's only because I was kind of put down for how sexual I was like I was on a show with good looking people for eight weeks and I slept with two people now I'm not saying I'm a saint but I know people (laughs) especially men that go on lads holidays and will sleep with two people on the first day so I don't think I was that bad and obviously that was the idea of the show it's a dating show you're supposed to hook up with people but because I got such a hard time for that and slut shamed by like media and trolls on Instagram I just thought no I've got to stand up for girls because there's going to be so many girls like me that openly enjoy sex and why should we be put down when men can get off scot-free and if anything applauded for that whole lad mentality and oh my god look he's such a player he can get who he wants what a ladies man but if you've got a vagina it's like oh my god you're a slut (laughs) (laughs) it really is but like how do we go about changing that stigma because it's just it's just there it's always there like even I remember um, before I met my husband like I'd be desperately trying to hide even relationships because I just didn't want it coming out that I'd been with like two or three guys or I was dating a couple of people and just because I knew it would just be like oh she's oh there she is with another guy when it's fine for the men to do it yeah and I hear that about relationships I think especially being in the public eye you kind of feel as a woman you can't have multiple relationships because people are going to judge you as the woman no one ever judges the man if he's had about five public relationships that's fine but as a woman it's like oh look she can't hold a relationship down it's weird I do think we're slowly getting there as time goes on and with people in the public eye like Lily Allen she's brought out her own sex toy people like Amber Rose who do the slut walk in America for all sex workers I think we are slowly getting there but it's still a long long way to go sadly but I just think I'm trying to use my platform to let girls feel like it's okay because growing up I had no one to look up to I was slut shamed badly at school and I was like oh my god there must be something wrong with me and I 
carried that shame for years and years and years. It wasn't until I started working in the sex industry with other girls who were dancers that were like, no, everyone likes sex. It's fine. And it should just be as easy to say as that. There shouldn't be this kind of stigma around it. And do you think that because of everything that you went through from growing up and people always like having that attitude towards you, does that give you the confidence to just keep going with it regardless of any backlash? Yeah, definitely. Like at school, I had a really bad experience. I was only in like year nine or 10 and a guy who was older was like begging me. I was seeing him. He was begging me to send a video and thank God I never sent him any kind of sexual video. But I just said, oh, no, I have masturbated. Yeah, of course I have. And at that point, I actually hadn't. But he spread around the whole school that I had masturbated. And I know it was hard. And I couldn't even tell. I felt like I couldn't even tell my mum why I wanted to leave that school because then I thought she would judge me. Yeah. I don't know why girls just can't speak about self-love and like self-pleasure. But I went through that and I just thought now, even if I do get backlash, which I had from being on Love Island anyway, I want to use it and tell girls it's absolutely fine. If anything, you want girls, if I had a daughter, I want her to pleasure herself and know about her body before she went and had sex with a guy. Yeah. Because I think a lot of girls go into sex just trying to like please the guy and that's not what it's about. Oh my God, a hundred percent. They actually did something really good on that. I don't know if you've seen it, the show Sex Education, about her learning how to masturbate and everything like that. And I thought it was really good. But I feel like now there's kind of less of a stigma, but that's so bad that you wanted to leave school because everyone was just so awful to you. Yeah, and back then, no one in the public eye, now we've got influencers like promoting sex toys and saying it's fine. And we are slowly getting there. But back then, it was like no woman had ever spoke about masturbated ever I'm like oh my god I must be such a freak and to know that I hadn't even done it I was just trying to please an older guy I was like oh my god what have I got myself into (laughs) you probably didn't even know where to get started I'm trying to think of how I figured it out and now I've just remembered and it's definitely not a story I would share um you have spoken openly about being attracted to men and women and I wonder what do you think about the amount of sex advice there is out there for the LGBTQAI plus community. Yeah, I do. I don't think there is enough. And I think at schools, it's very one-sided. It's all very like hetero sex education. And like we even said, it's not even focused on pleasure. It's more like how not to get pregnant. And it's like the girl's responsibility. So I definitely think they need to just include especially now as times are changing people are having more same-sex relationships and people can have sex from the age of 16 so we really need to get that in schools teaching people how to have and practice safe sex no matter what sex you're having sex with yeah (laughs) but I remember like my my sister's a lesbian and I remember when she told me like I kind of I just I didn't even know what she'd be getting up to because like it was never spoken about in school there was nothing ever around it so I can imagine how for her it must have just been like okay we're talking about this but what about what I want and how I feel yeah so I definitely think it would start at school but um how do you change your contraception based on what sex you're having sex with or do you Well, you went off the pill, I suppose. Yeah, when I had my first long-term female relationship, I was taking the pill and I just felt like my mood was like a little bit low. Like I said, I was on antidepressants at the same time. So I didn't really know if it was the pill or the antidepressant. But I came off both and it was like the best I ever felt. And it's different for different people. There's so many different contraceptive pills out there. But I just felt like, oh, it's pointless. I'm with a woman. I'm definitely not going to get pregnant. (laughs) So, (laughs) okay, (laughs) no chance of that. So I came (laughs) off of it. And then since I started dating guys again, I just felt like, not that it's not my 
responsibility, but it shouldn't be all on me. I'm in the best place mentally I've ever been without the pill. So I don't want to rock the boat and go back on it. But there's other ways. Right now, I'm on a contraceptive where you monitor when your period is and you take your temperature every day. And it's basically, you can use this app to either get pregnant or not get pregnant. So on certain days when there's like high fertility chances, I'll just like abstain and not have sex. Yeah. So I feel like that's the healthiest for me personally. That actually, for me, that worked really well as well. It actually was quite spot on when your period starts to get into like a really regular cycle. Yeah, there is so many different ways. When I first came on the pill, when I was like 17, it was just horrific. Like I was bleeding constantly. And I was like, at this point, I don't even want to have sex because I'm bleeding for like months at a time. But there was one thing that I didn't even know existed. It's like these little rings. Yeah. And they're like bracelets, but like really like squidgy. And you put them inside and they just stay there for like, a, I think it was like a week or a month. Oh. That was interesting. I never even knew... There's so many options. So you just really have to Google, yeah. I think, and then go to your GP and like, demand what you want. <laughs> That's yeah. what I did. <laughs> but it is great as well that you can get the pill like just delivered to you. In Ireland, you still have to go and go to the doctor and like pay whatever. And then like it's, and even for your repeat prescription, you still have to go to the doctor. So I think that it's so accessible here is, uh, is pretty amazing. How do you keep your sexual health in check? Do you get STI tests regularly or what do you do? Yeah, with every new partner, I always insist. Like I said, I feel like, especially if I want to take the relationship seriously, I'll demand that they go and do it as well. If not, I'll just get myself tested if I'm like seeing someone new. Just peace of mind, I think. And then you can just really relax when you have sex. You don't have to have these like thoughts after like, oh my God, what if they slept with someone last week? So yeah, I always, and I think it's like a level of respect. You can tell how much the person respects you and like cares about the relationship if they go and get tested for you. Yeah. And I, again, I think it's sexy to be like strong and be like, right, well, if you want to sleep with me, you need to go and do X, Y, and Z. <laughs> While cases of sexually transmitted infections were down a third in England in 2021 compared to 2020, the numbers have naturally been skewed by lockdowns, social distancing, and also people not being able to get to a sexual health clinic for testing. Now, you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to, but have you ever had an STI? No, I actually haven't. And I don't know how, because I have been very free in my life. <laughs> I guess I've just been very lucky or it's because I'm so sassy and I demand everyone get sex tested. Maybe not when I was younger, but as I've got older, I have. But I don't yeah. think there should be any shame in it. Like, it's such a common thing. And I think, again, this is why people panic and they think, oh, it's not spoken about. There must be something wrong with me. The amount of your friends and people you know that have probably had STIs, we just need to make it like less taboo. There's nothing wrong with it it happens yeah. to the best of us so just don't panic go to your doctor it'll be absolutely fine it's like a lot of it is treatable and it's just I think it's important to know I, I've lots of friends that have ones ones unfortunately that stick around and stuff like that but it just happens to some people it's just it's an unlucky thing and nothing to be ashamed about for definite what do you think is one thing that everyone should do to protect their sexual health so I think do regular tests if your partner or you're sleeping with someone new test yourself because that way you're gonna know if you slept with them for a week or whatever so always go and get tested yourself and if you're ashamed to go to like your clinic or whatever you can go to your GP if you do have to go to a clinic take a friend with you it shouldn't I feel like you should feel empowered that you're going in there taking charge and looking after your body and loving yourself it shouldn't be everyone loves sex we just don't speak about it so I think as soon as we yeah. break down that taboo that everybody in the world like you could be the oldest person that whoever you like everyone enjoys sex 
but taking charge of your body is so empowering, I think, and sexy. So strut in there, I would. <laughs> yeah, do it. Uh, it's funny, actually, because you're talking about loving sex. So I obviously I do as well. And we speak about it on my other podcast a bit. But I'm always like, Jesus, I hope my mom doesn't hear that. Like we're talking about porn and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hope she doesn't hear it. What did your parents think with the whole Love Island thing and everything that surrounding it? I'm so, so lucky that my mom is like my best friend and she's like super open. I don't think I ever told her about the whole masturbation slut shaming thing at school until I was older and she nearly cried. She's like, Meg, I'm always here. You can tell me anything. She's like, I hate that you felt so alone. So yeah, I literally tell her everything now. She loves it. (laughs) But I think that's the best way to be. Like, I'm like, mum, I'm having such good sex right now. She's like, good for you, hon. Good for you. (laughs) I love that. I couldn't think of saying anything worse to my own mother, but like, fair play to you. But she's like such a cougar in her old age. Like, I'm seeing someone new and he walked past the other day in his pants and she was like, oh my God, come back here. I love that. Um, if people are listening, what's your one piece of advice for protecting their sexual health? I think you have to be a little bit selfish in life. Like you can't trust that someone else is going to do it for you. So get regular checks. And if someone is being funny about like wearing a condom, just put your foot down and be like, okay, well, I'll find someone who does respect me enough to wear one. Like, don't feel, I think I went through so many years when I was younger of trying to please men, like 17 to like 19. I was so like shy and like, oh my God, I have to behave like a porn star, but also I have to be a virgin. And it's like, as women, I feel like we can't win. So just be selfish, put yourself first. And yeah, I think that's the sexiest thing to love yourself. Agreed. Maggie, it's been so nice talking to you and keep doing what you're doing. I love it. Us women need you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. I've loved it. Thanks a million. Well, I have to say, after that, I am feeling totally empowered and ready to let loose in the bedroom. Spenny, better watch out. We're going to have to wrap things up there. I'd like to say a huge thank you to Megan for joining me today. The more we can have these open conversations about sex and shake off the taboo, the more confident we can all feel exploring our sexualities in a way that is both enjoyable and safe. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you'd rate it, review and subscribe. It makes a huge difference and we would love to spread the word. And remember, if you have any sexual health concerns, you can always speak to your GP. If you'd rather skip those long and slightly awkward face-to-face consultations when you need sexual health advice but if you prefer the convenience of online services then you might want to check out the Boots Online Doctor Sexual Health Services No appointment necessary Eligibility criteria and charges do apply and of course you can get all of your sex essentials think condoms, lubes and sex toys at Boots <laughs>